It's the what word? It's the M word! Welcome to the M Word, a millennial podcast by millennials. I'm your West Coast millennial, Connor. And I am your Lone Star millennial, Kyle. We're just two friends solving each other's problems, and then, hopefully, a generation's. Kyle, how was your week? It's not bad, Connor. It's not It's not bad at all. However, there is something I do think. There's a, um, you know, there's an elephant in the room. There's a, a dark horse on the track, and I think we do need to address it. Is it the song Dark Horse? By no. What? By Katy Perry. Come yes. on, you heathen. Um, Bulletproof. Not, nope, that's not her at all. Um, like a plastic bag that tossing one. the yes. wind. That's oh, is perfect. it really? Yes, nice. that, that one is. Yes, no, you got that Oh, no, one that's down. Firework. God bless it. Oh, I thought you were trying to just sing Katy Perry songs. I thought that, that was Taylor Swift. Bullet, bullet, oh, my God, we're done. This is over, Connor. <laughs> this is over. No, what we need to talk about, Connor, is that right now, currently, it is 11.47 Central Time, and this is much later than we ever, ever record, and I don't know what to do, Connor, because I have some energy, but I also think my body's just kind of confused, and also the cocaine I took, and I just don't know what to do. My mind's telling me no, but my body... Connor, we don't have any music producers listening to the show. You can't just keep singing... You can't just keep singing during the show. Sorry, there's a beautiful man with a beautiful, lovely, just sinewy voice just hanging out. I'm, I'm. By the way, I don't know if you know this, but I record in a walk-in closet, and there's a like a shelf right above my head, and on that shelf is our guest of the week, and that man is I don't I I don't know. What it's is somebody with ha- a very beautiful voice? I think. What just what happened? To say. Did you just have a I stroke? Don't. What what do you mean? I'm so confused what you're talking about right now. <laughs> Whoever was singing that beautiful gorgeous song is my guest. Connor, I promise I'm going to cut all this out. This is all cut. Connor, it's late at night. See, this is why we can't record late at night. We've become just a, a auditory hallucination in the ears of our listeners. Do you hear that? No, cuz we're I I thought that we were a hallucination, so like no, I don't hear it. Connor, this is this is the kind of this is the kind of night that I'm I'm about to have, um, just because I can't I can't handle. Did you have that prepared? <laughs> no, I didn't have it prepared. Did you this have is... a a beer prepared? I always have a beer so right open. next to my no, computer. No, you don't. I always have one. You just never ask about it. He let the record show. Kyle's never. Please, I can hear. Did you swallow into the microphone? Oh my god! <laughs> What's the point of having this Late beautiful machine? night edition? I'm God, d- I wish hey you guys, told welcome. Me. I would have taken a shot before I went on the air. Welcome to the M word nights. Um, the M <laughs> stands for mites, and um, this is where we get kind of sexual, and we get like, um, "Hey guys, let's talk about sex. That's the only dirty thing I know. <laughs> um, I was raised Catholic, so sex, right? That's sort of sex. penises and vaginas, and sometimes, oh my God, one please or the other. stop, please stop. Mm. I every feedback every bit of feedback that i've gotten has been about our show about about how amazing it is yeah right about how great our show is obviously and just on like the tail end on like the little bit that they're like oh if you have one thing to work on that one thing is well first stop talking about jesus and second 
you're talking about uh, sex? Yeah, maybe you shouldn't. And I say, I completely agree. When Kyle starts to talk about anything sexual, I turn off. Literally, figuratively. Here's the problem, Connor, is anytime I talk about sex, I turn on. And I turn on. Man, M words in M word nights is not good. It's oh, like the- yeah, <laughs> we should have put a disclaimer at the beginning saying like to view or to listen to this uh, podcast episode, you must be over eighteen years old um, for that sexual content. You know what I mean? Also, turn off all your lights. We're gonna start doing some ASMR. Just just whispering. Just like Connor, can you tell me right now what ASMR stands for? Yeah, audio. That's a that's an A. Sensory. Ah, that sounds good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Microscopic. Okay, that's fun. It adds a little size. <laughs> okay, so just let me get that straight. It is. Oh my god! Auditory, got- auto, uh, auditory, sensory. What was the M? <laughs> Microscopic. Microscopic. No, no, no. Oh, sorry, no, no. I got I'm that not, wrong. Listen, I'm not going to do it for you again. That, okay. You well, I'm it. just here to drink. It's on the air. We're going <laughs> to. Also, so, I think uh, this reason- beer is expired, and I didn't know that could happen. So. Well, I know the reason that we're we're recording this night is because uh, you're going to Canada. I am going to Canada. I'm 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 driving to Canada for a friend's wedding. Who I'm I'm very excited to see you to see a bunch of good old friends. Some of them actually listen to the show. So to to those friends who listen to the show, I'm gonna see you real. So- I'm actually gonna I'll be with you when the show comes out because we're recording it so early. So this will be just a weird thing where you're gonna be listening to me while I'm sitting next to you right now. And obviously, I'm gonna queue up this part of the show. As as we're sitting there, just so that it becomes this whole moment that's um, that that everyone can really embrace and 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 love. Right now, everybody in the room, look to your right, and then look to your left. One of the people in that room is dead. Is Kyle Turner? No. Oh, is dead. Is dead. Kyle Turner. Is is times a flat circle. Ky- and then and then you just fall over. You just fall over, and you just have some some like uh, some fake blood just fall out of your throat. Just falling out of my the throat. The bottom of your throat. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, I'm doing a visual. I'm doing one of those visual things. You're doing one of those like visual things. It's not. That's not very good for and our auditory not, show. I'm really not good. At this. Connor, can you also hear how healthy I sound now? Yeah. Wow. Whoa. I know, right? Isn't that crazy? All that tree semen just. Fell out. I actually right? did have somebody. The office that I that I work at. I um I went up there the other day, and she was just like, "Yeah, everyone gets uncomfortable when I call pollen uh, tree sperm." And I went, "Oh yeah, no, that is fun. That's a real fun term." And um and I do appreciate you using <laughs> oh, yeah. semen. So, um, yeah, but yeah, I, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Also, all the semen has evacuated my body, um, as it did every night of my uh, my teenage years. Um, and, and so now I just feel clean. I feel healthy. I feel open. I feel, you know, just like the world is my, is my oyster if I liked oysters. And so, yeah, I feel much, much better. How are, how are you doing? How is your, how's your week? What are Connor? I want you to tell me your problems and don't tell me you're doing fine. Cause I, that's never been a thing. No, I'm really good at it too. Uh, today I had a, uh, a, an actor's like business 
meeting where we all get together and we start to talk about like how we're working on our craft, okay. right? How we're yeah. trying to, but doing so in the realm of like, am how am I doing on my reel? Am I working on projects? Am I submitting for this? Am I sending postcards to casting directors, whatnot? It's like a um, like a almost like an accountability group. It sounds like that's exactly what it is. Yeah, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't been in three months. <laughs> You're an actor's anonymous, and you've already fallen off the wagon. That is exactly right. And I tell you what, it was AA today, and oh. I will tell you why. Tell me why. This was not a planned story. Tell me why. See, Ain't now I- No, Connor, that was my turn. Connor, it's my turn to sing. You sung last time. This is my turn to sing. That Don't. wasn't me. That was the guy. That was I'll guest. kill that guy. I'll come over there, and I'll kill him. I hate that guy. And uh, we were going around. His name is Ted, and I hate Ted. Ted sucks. So we're going around. (laughs) (laughs) So you're going around. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going around in the circle, and people are are doing their deal about talking about what they've worked on and how well they did and what they're trying to do. We go over to one girl who's been quiet the whole time. And they're like, so, uh, you're new. Tell us where you're from, what you do. She does that. She does so. She's like, we're, uh, what do, what do you, what are you, uh, what are you working on? And she's like, well, I'm, pro- I'm a producer. And, uh, I- I'm also, I'm in, I'm in school. And, uh, I, uh, I, I also recently lost my, uh, my license. And my dad has to drive me around. And, uh, he's so stressful. And, uh, uh, it's just really hard. And she's just, she start she start crying, Kyle. I thought you were making fun of her for a second when you were I, starting to cry. Or are you making fun of her? I am making fun of her. Don't, oh, okay. Kyle, Sorry. please do not get me wrong. I was I was getting so emotionally invested no. in this girl's story. I was about Listen, to cry. And and she kept on going and going and going. And that's just I'm a really I'm really good at acting. I don't know if you knew that or not. I'm, I I've can never act seen really it. really good. It's so I I might be able to make you feel something you didn't you didn't know you could feel before. Okay. What are we talking about again? So, okay, I, I'm, okay, I do need to know, was this girl lying or? No. Wait, I don't think so. Hold on. I don't think so. So she was having a real like emotional She was literally beginning to like having an emotionally vulnerable time. But listen, this is so funny. Like I just, I can't. Why is it funny? Because it's, we're, we're, we're all talking about making movies. And then she starts treating it like it's a little, an AA meeting session. Oh my gosh! And 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 the and the moderator is just trying to like circle back around. Just like, all right, all right. Um, sure, I hear you. Here's, you know, whenever you're in a car, and she starts giving her like just literally things to work on about dealing with her dad driving. And I just thought that was that was really good of her. And then she eventually circled back around to, so why are you here today? Like, what are we doing here? And then she's like, well, I want to act too. <laughs> Maybe she was just like practicing a monologue. Y'all don't know. And she was like really committed. Maybe she's like a method actress. You don't know. You said yeah, she just showed true. up. What She just showed up one day. If, and then if gave she's a method actri- actress, I'm sold. Like I don't even make movies. But if I did, I, I'd cast her. Yeah. I'd cast her over me. If it was like a guy's role, I'd be like. You need this part, Connor. Why aren't you? It. Why aren't you casting more movies? You know, I mean, let's talk about the real problem in Hollywood, Connor. Why aren't you casting more movies, Connor? You were casting so many movies, Connor. Why aren't you casting anymore, Connor. 
Uh, no, I, I, Connor, I, that was not a real question. None of us think that you should cast movies. So, right, so we're just gonna be hurtful now. No, no, no. Go ahead. So <laughs> what? what? So what, you're gonna continue? You're gonna? Th- were you gonna bring something else up? Or are you just saying? No, so? I was honestly, I was just gonna go back to me. There, so yeah. So the rest of yeah. So the the rest of my week did not end up like that. The rest of my week was fine. Yeah. I I worked a, a bunch, and then I saw two movies in a row. Woo! Two nights using movie pa- Not in a. Actually, sorry. Two movies over two nights, which I never do because I can't afford it. Right. But I have movie pass now. Yeah. So I went to see Ready Player One on Saturday. Nice. Trash. Yeah. Did you see it? Yeah. What? What? Did... So <laughs> I saw that, and afterwards, my first thought was like, because Kyle knows this, if it doesn't get like a 90-something on Rotten Tomatoes, either I don't go see it or... I I I I I just only see like really artsy fartsy kind of movies because right. a lot of those fun movies are just complete trash. Yeah. And and Ready Player One, I actually had a good time watching it, but there were parts that I thought were just actually really funny because of how bad it was, like the relationship between the two main characters. It was just so stupid. Well, yeah, but it's also it's a family movie, so it, like its job was not to you were not the That's target the demographic. Thing. How is it not though? It's referencing the like the nineties, the eighties. Like, so what's funny? That should be for me. I had a similar reaction after the end of the movie, and after I went to go see it with some friends, and I had a similar reaction where I was just like, oh, like it was an okay movie, um, but it wasn't like it, it felt kind of childish. And they're like, yeah, because it's a family like movie. It's for like kids and their parents. And I was like, well, why are those all those references in it? And they said so that the parents enjoy it. While the kids are laughing at all the action and racing and and stupid things they do, and I went, okay, yeah, that makes sense. That about fills up like every Pixar movie and and whatnot that that exists, except for Pixar movies have much better stories. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I still can enjoy the shit out of a Pixar story. Well, yeah, know? nobody's saying that Spielberg is Pixar. Nobody's ever gonna say that. Spielberg, one of these days, he's gonna be a good director, and I I really think that. And I don't mind throwing that opinion out there. I think that man's going somewhere. I think he's got a real he's got a real natural talent, but um, actually, I, yeah. I realized the other day that he doesn't he hasn't written. I don't I I don't think he's written a single movie. Or no no no, I don't think he's I I've seen a single movie that he's written. He's written like four movies. I don't know what those are. Oh, what I'm the reason I'm bringing that up is because I always thought he wrote his own stuff, but he, he didn't. No, doesn't. he mostly does ad- adaptations. That's mostly what he does. He likes to adapt stuff, and he does it well. Well, this is super. Wait, funny. what was the second movie you went to go see? Quiet Place. Yeah, you seen oh, it? Oh, that's so good. That might that movie be my was great. Favorite. It might be my favorite movie I've ever seen. I convinced four scaredy pants babies to go see that movie. With well, me you should because take babies. I was very scared. You should not take babies. No, they hated it. Uh, actually, they they enjoyed a majority of it. Right? They could fall asleep. They were fine. And then the fucking aliens would show up, and they'd wake up. And you had to breastfeed them to just appease them. Kind of settle them down. They, they weren't getting anything out of me. I, anyway. So I, I saw a Quiet Place. Uh, I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. I thought it was good. I liked uh, the whole sound design thing. I'm glad they're not trying to franchise it up into some some blockbuster Quiet Place two, a quieter place. All that. I, I'm not into it. Yeah. I I. I just loved everything about it, and if I honestly, if I start talking about a quiet place, I will not stop talking, and that's a, that's a danger zone. 
but it is legitimately one of my of favorite place. movies. It just like it All was right. so well rounded. Oh my gosh, I loved every single second of it. I really liked it whenever they I really liked it whenever they didn't talk because then it was a great movie and then the dialogue started happening. I was like, no, go back to be go back to shutting the fuck up. I liked it way better when you guys were just sign languaging shit. Oh Connor. Oh Connor, 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 Connor. I have a new game for us today. What? I know. I'm very, actually very, very excited about it. And we're going to see how creative we are. That's why, in case you, the listener, were wondering why the first half of our episode was so uncreative, it was because we were saving all of our creative juices for this game. And I call it Urban Dictionary Corner. Um, But I do need to say it in an elitist British accent. So... Oh, hello. Yes. Welcome to the Urban Dictionary Corner. Yes. Thank you so much for coming, Connor. Today, we as... I'm going to stop. Yeah, I'm going to stop that. I appreciate it. Next time, like whenever you edit it, can you add in some like piano, some like very scholarly piano playing underneath you? I absolutely can do that. However, there is something weird with the software where anytime we talk about editing... I can do the edit, but I have to leave in the part where we talk about the editing. And so really what's fun is that it's really going to come full circle for the listener. And I hope you enjoy that, <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Austria. Don't think we've forgotten about you. <laughs> no, but we do have a new girl in town and they are from Sweden. I th- happen to think it's just Ikea, just as a generalized um, idea. I think Ikea is listening and I, I hope and I pray that it's them. So. Ikea, as an entity, has subscribed to the M-Word podcast and Millennial Podcast by Millennials. I hope and pray that every night. I really do. That's the only thing I pray for, is that Ikea listens to our podcast. I can hear my Ikea plates in the kitchen rattling. <laughs> I'll change. Honestly, I'll change the name of the show if we need to. <laughs> um, no. Okay, uh, the M-Word, uh, sponsored by Ikea. Urban yes, Dictionary please. Corner. Oh, oh, Urban Dictionary Corner is a, a, fun, a fun new game where... Millennials get blamed a lot for not contributing to our society, or they just get blamed for contributing stupid stuff like selfies and um, student loan debt and things like that. And so what I think we can do here is we really have an opportunity to add to the lexicon, you know, to add to how, what the, what words we use every day. You know, Trump says bigly, that's, that's a, that's a made up word. If Trump, the president of the United States can do it, why can't we? So, Connor, what I've done is I've, I've made up a word, and it's actually, it's quite beautiful. It's, it's, it's phonetically pleasing. Um, it rolls off the tongue like an egg. Have you ever had an egg roll off your tongue, Connor? Yes, I have. It feels just like that. And um, are you ready to... You got, start, wait, wait, you got to start off with the roots. Tell me the roots. Let me tell you the roots. There are none. I, I it was more of a, a um, like a, a, a blessing a feeling of uh, was a, a ble- it was a feeling a blessing feeling that i felt from the universe that gave me this word and then i googled it and it's not a it's not a word that exists currently so we're going to change that what we're going to do is we're going to create the definition for this word and i think that's that's very very important connor the word is curfly now i'm going to spell it out for you cuz i know that helps c u r f l y curfly now, there's many ways we can we can really look at this. Um, Kyle, that's already a word. Oh, my God. No, it's not. I Googled it. I Hold. felt it today. Kyle, listen. I, Curfly? I felt it today. Curfly? 
No, you lying. When, That's not you, already you a word. Know, you, no, no, no. Whenever you get out of your car uh-huh. and uh, you close the gate with your clicker, but okay. then you act, and then you accidentally run past the little motion sensor. Okay. What? I, I, it was a curfew. Hold on. I okay. Now, what you're saying, and I do appreciate the confidence, Connor. I don't want to just like ramp over that because at first I was confused. I thought you were saying it was a word that I didn't know, and so that's why I did kind of freak out and very quickly Google curfew again. But. One thing that you're using it out as is as a noun to describe a feeling. Is that correct? You know, sometimes you're uh, you're happy, but then you also you sometimes also just happy as a verb. It's well, that's just like that. But that's called happily, and that's it. No, no, that you're thinking that's Spanish. Also, happy isn't a noun. I'm pretty sure it's a it's an adjective and an adverb. Curfly is an adjective. Ad- it's an adjective. Yes, I do love adjectives. Curfly is. An adjective. An adverse. Hold on, I do have to student. Google whether or not adjective is already a word. Um, it's because not maybe a we can, word, Kyle. Maybe we can make that one a word too. Um, Curfly, I do love that it has an ly, so it is an adjective. So that's so what like I'm thinking, you're doing right? something in this way. Yeah. So hey guys, Curfly. oh gosh, can you carefully get me that piece of paper? You know what I mean? No, no, no. I'm thinking like a story, like Connor carefully grabbed the cup. What is that? Ooh, yeah. What does that mean? Okay, I like this, Connor. I really like this. We're kind of discovering it as we're, you know, we're, we're on the boat and we're going towards the continent. It has a, so it has kind of a curly bit, right? So it's curl, curf, curfly. Yes. It's got, so, so maybe it's a little bit graceful. Oh, I like that. But then with like an F, so it's like it was an attempted gracefully. It was something to do with, temp, they tried to do it gracefully. Yeah, because F, f, f does imply a sense of failure. It is the one letter that has failed because it starts the word failed, I think. I think that is something that... F, f is just a real, a real bitch. So Connor carefully recovered from his shitty joke earlier. Okay. So as a part of the Urban Dictionary experience, when we add in a new word... We type the definition, and then we also type an example of how it's used in a sentence. And Connor, I really like what you're doing. I like the idea of us creating the example and then making the definition after that. Well, um, I think it puts more meaning into it, right? Whenever someone wants to define something for, like, the spelling bee, absolutely. they will, uh, yeah, they'll say, uh, what, we'll use it in a sentence. Tell me the root, right? Yeah. It is, it's, it's American. Nope, that's never happened. Um, it's from america let's let's so what what's the example of our sentence here what's what what what's what's our example sentence let's say okay so connor and kyle because i want to kind of be involved and i think maybe this becomes a group activity now you know maybe we can get rick to do it who it, wait is that what wait what'd you name the guy that's no that's fucking ted i fucking hate ted, ted sorry I forgot. No, Rick's cool as hell, man. Ted, I love Rick. Ted is coming, okay? No, I'm Ted's I, here, Ted's coming. Okay, he was invited this? over. So Connor and Kyle carefully stopped Ted from committing murder. How's that? Connor and Kyle carefully stopped Ted from committing murder. So that's how I'm thinking. Hold on, we do have to stop because my fridge is making a very weird noise. Do 
Welcome back to the Urban Dictionary Corner, where my fridge is still making that noise, (laughs) and I can't make it stop. Oh, it has stopped. Okay. Congratulations. This is fun. This is very professional. My fridge only does this past midnight, and I think that's that's why. It does freak me out when I'm asleep. Um, Any suggestions to the example sentence, Connor? Yeah, well, you know, you think you think quickly, right? They he quickly wait wait Connor and Kyle quickly or curfully stopped Ted from murdering from committing murder from committing murder. No, we can. I'm I'm free that we can kind of we can adapt that we can change some things we can we can stop Ted from other things or we can curfully verb Ted. I don't know. <laughs> can we all Maybe, curfully? Can that be the sentence? Um, Connor, Connor and Kyle, Kyle curfully verbed Ted. Okay, so curfully verbed Ted. Now, there's a lot of autocorrect going on here as I <laughs> type these these words, and I think that's a good sign. If anything else, you know, I think I think I'm okay with holding off on the. Uh, I think the sentence alone is all we need to know. Oh, just and yeah. I think it's, Absol- and I think it's time to start solving our problem. Absolutely, one hundred percent. I I mean I. I do I owe something to Urban Dictionary for that. Um, but yes. Yes, let's um let's move on. And I think let's Connor, let's carefully move on, if I if I do say so myself. Kyle, me and you have a big one. Uh this week. Welcome to the last part of the pod where me and Kyle find a problem in the world and solve it not with not with research, not with analytics. No. But with common sense. When are our congressmen gonna start using common sense again? Right. We're going to start it off. Kyle, you gave us one last week, and I'm going to let you throw it out there now. Absolutely, Connor. Do you know what you know what um what April 15th is? April Fool's Day's mistake. No, it's not. Try again though. Mother's Day. No, absolutely not. Give me one more. I bet your bottom ass dollar it's tax day. <laughs> hey, guess what, idiot? No, it's not, you dumbass. Uh, you idiot. Oh Whoa. my gosh. Whoa. I got you so good. I got you so good. <laughs> no, tax day is April 17th this year. And that is because April 15th falls on a Sunday. So <laughs> so that is why. That was a little trick. So wait, what is April 15th? Is that just a Sunday? This year, it's nothing. It gets a little break. Normally, April 15th is like, uh, April 15th, tax day. But this year, 2018 said, hey... Why don't you hold off on a little bit? We're gonna we're gonna fuck seventeenth up right up this year, and um and I think that's nice. That's real nice of this year. No, so tax day is April seventeenth this year. Now, Connor, are taxes illegal? Uh, are taxes illegal? Yeah, I don't think so. No, they're not. That is a correct answer. Now, see, I'm what I'm doing here is I gave you a trick question the first time. Are we time. solving a problem or are you just trying to make me feel bad? Honestly, at this point, I'm just having fun. Um, I, I've This is what happens on M-Word nights. No, I did do a significant amount of research into taxes. I am currently self-employed, which dramatically changed how I have to do my taxes. Because before, I was employed by an employer and they withheld my taxes and my income taxes and everything. And it made the whole process very, very simple. Or, you know, because I'm a single adult man, it made my tax situation pretty simple. Can we talk more about how you're a single adult man? I'm a single adult man. Hey, ladies, hit me up. I am, uh, just swipe right on Twitter, please. Thank I'm you. just an nope, adult version of my dusty old boy boy. Please, Connor, you cannot keep talking about my dusty old boy boy. Please. 
Stop it. So it is a big problem, right? It's complicated. It's got a big old system in place. Bunch of uh, bunches of countries do it differently. I remember being at a lunch table when I was in junior high and everybody at the table was talking about it and saying, why should I be taxed more if I'm making more money? And I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Why should I pay more if I make more? Well, that is something called a progressive tax system. What? Okay. So, I mean, honestly, if we're looking at solving the problem of taxes, there's like a whole bunch of things that come into play. And obviously Connor, and I don't, I don't know how we break it to our listening audience, but you and I are not economists. And I, I'm, so, yeah. I'm sorry to the Austrian, to the Sweden, yeah. Swedenese, to the, to the, I don't think what's that's a, right. What's a one sweet, what's one a Sweden? Swede. It's a Swede. The Canadians, yeah. to the Texans, to the Californians. Yeah. We are not economists. We're not, and I'm sorry that we misled you because I'm probably you probably subscribed because you thought, oh, the M word. They're talking about money, right? No, <laughs> no, we're not. Um, so sorry. Um, we uh, we don't we hate money, but so tax the taxes are, are like really really crazy, and um, and apparently one thing I did learn in my research is that a majority of economists their biggest like problem with trying to find a perfect tax system is the question around is it fair, and that's what always keeps popping up, which is that's a good question to ask whenever you're talking about taxing people, but ultimately like taxes need to exist because first of all they allow our government to function on a very basic level. Even when you go back to like 1776, the taxes were on tariffs. So like importing goods from other countries and then also property tax. Like those were the only taxes back then. Now, did you know that income tax was ruled unconstitutional by the Supreme court in the 1800s? No. So let's also give a little bit of backstory on this. Kyle did a lot of research on this. I did none. So like all these things he's talking about, I'm just, I, okay, I believe him. I haven't, I have not double-checked. This is a huge problem with like, one of these days we're going to solve the education system because again, like I learned so much more from an hour on Wikipedia than I have my entire 11th grade economics class. Um, But yeah, so in- income tax was originally ruled unconstitutional by the Supreme Court in the 1800s because in our Constitution it said that Congress can levy a tariff or tax based on appropriations, and which basically meant census data um, by the states. It did not include the ability to tax income. So the Supreme Court, after the government tried it once, the Supreme Court was like, nah, that's unconstitutional. And then the government was like, okay, uh, let me tell you what we're going to do. We're going to put it in the Constitution. And then you can't say it's unconstitutional because it is in the Constitution. And then you didn't do the Constitution. And this is, hey, by the way, this is my Constitution voice, okay? <laughs> and this is what it sounds like. I'm like Adam Sandler with Nobody money. ever checks the Constitution. Nobody knows where it is. Hey, where's Nobody Nick knows? Cage? Nick Cage, bring back the Constitution, you know? Let's introduce tax brackets. Exactly. Yeah. So income tax was then added to the constitution, which allowed the Congress to basically just mess with the tax system as often as they wanted without census data or anything like that. And there's a whole bunch of other taxes, which like withholding and payroll tax and, and capital gains tax and all these things that all come together to, to my big issue with it is that, and you already said it, like the tax system is hella complicated to the point where it disenfranchises us from wanting to understand how our government is funded, 
which ultimately is like not a great thing for a people. If it seems so complicated that of how a government gets its money from a very basic level, then that's not good to understand how our government is held accountable by its people. Well, that one's tough because if if you start using that as like the primary, I suppose, like rule for government, then you can't you can't focus on trying to make something understandable. Unfortunately, you know, like that. that although that that's a gr- a great like focus that can't be the goal like like the healthcare system it has to be complicated not necessarily yeah. for the purpose of being complicated but because of the vast diverse and and, and uh, i suppose it it just it, that's what is required because of the 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 complication that is human health right yeah i i um, i agree with you on that i think because the healthcare system directly kind of and obviously healthcare affects everybody in the country um, but the people who would be responsible for those regulations and things like that, they are working in that industry. Whereas tax literally affects every single citizen. Like mm-hmm. uh, every single citizen has to pay tax. Well, you um, could argue there, the same thing about healthcare. No, I know, but a, a person does not need to know every single regulation about healthcare. They don't need to know about cancer treatment if they're going for primary care visits. You know what I mean? Like, right. Oh, right, right. Sure, that makes sense because yeah. like ta- being taxed, paying money to the government is much simpler of a deal than me sometimes going to the doctor to get pills, sometimes getting surgery, something, you know, healthcare that, that require that's something it's not one task. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and so again, it, I, that should be a simpler and more direct I get that. Uh huh. Well, what's funny is that in in nineteen um I'm a, oh I had the date here in nineteen thirty whenever like one of the first formalized uh, income taxes was set up, Congress got real upset because they said it was super complicated. Um, the number of instruction pages, the total number of pages for the form ten forty, which is you know how you submit your income tax, your federal income tax, was four pages long, and Congress was like, hey, that's like way complicated. That's like too much. And this was in the 1930s. If you had to guess how many pages are currently in the 1040 instruction booklet. So keep in mind in the 1930s, it was, you know, two plus the two page form. Now it is still a two page form. But do you know, could you guess how many pages are in the instruction booklet? How many? It's 209. Holy I, exactly. It's so crazy because there's so many credits and there's so many deductions and, and loopholes and things like that, which again, each one of those is there for a purpose. And most of them are good purposes to help spur economic growth, to help uh, as far as welfare and, and things like that, to make sure that like the government operates smoothly. But ultimately, this whole problem of of how do we, how does it become a manageable system for everyday citizens is difficult. And honestly, I think that might be the only good conversation point that was around the tax bill last year um, was because like one of the things Republicans talked about from the very beginning is they wanted to simplify the tax code. They wanted people to be able to send in their taxes on a postcard, which is a completely admirable like goal to set. Now, did they do it? Hella no. No, they did not. But that's like that's a great goal for our government as far as having citizens not feel like taxes is something they have no control over or understanding yeah. of. And maybe maybe the, the, the focus shouldn't be on like so the fact that it's ridiculously long because our 
our our our constitution is ridiculously long. Our uh, our our Actually, rules and regulations and laws are ridiculously yeah, long. Yeah, laws are laws are long. So constitution's not that long. Yeah, people can read the constitution. I'm just saying. Well, that's that's true, but my my point is that like the length of something isn't necessarily the what makes it so difficult. It's it's the fact that people have to go to third party services like TurboTax to file their fucking taxes. Well, wouldn't so, you say though that like especially if our generation that because something is long that immediately turns you off to wanting to really dive into it. But the, but the thing and is, just it trusting is, it, it, and just trusting that third party person to do that their job. You know what I mean? Right, and I and I hear you, but I I, I don't think it's I don't think it's about that. I th- I think it's it, if they not necessarily simplify it to the point of like here is a like being able to fill it out on a postcard, but just like either having people as educated as they are in that subject because of that that's the way that it is, or uh, getting it to a point where like we file it for you. What is that? I I can't I haven't seen that anywhere recently. But there was a there was a a thing I was seeing that ah oh, fuck, it was so long ago. But it was an article discussing the idea that some countries there, uh, they do the taxes for their citizens. Yeah, that's um that is actually something that is uh, uh, as far as our tax system is something called self assessed, which means that you file your taxes, you assess how much income you made and what the value of things are, property tax stuff like that. And then you send that into the government. And then if it doesn't match up with what they expected, then they audit you. Some countries do have literally like um, like a tax collector person where they go in and assess your books. It was kind of invasive. Is that what you're yeah, talking about? And Yeah. And I mean, that's one way of looking at it as being invasive, yeah. right? I, I imagine it would save the government a shit ton of time and money going after audits rather than just like filing that, that process. And going like here's what it though? I don't know. That's interesting. That's interesting to think because about. Because it can be both, right? Because if they have to file it for their citizens, you're right. That is a, that actually is a lot more. That is a lot of time. But it's also like if they didn't have to find tax evaders in that way, like they wouldn't have to. They wouldn't take time to receive it, check it, send it back, get, send get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Totally. There was there was actually one of the things I came across talked about how um, it was like in 2016 there was over 400 billion. Uh, of a tax gap, which meant of there was four hundred uh, less billion dollars than what the IRS was expecting in in tax um, income that year, and so which is like a huge gap, and which effectively means that there was there was some shadiness going on, which is mm. interesting. There is only one other thing that I did find that was really interesting as far as like how to look at taxes differently, and it was something uh, published in Forbes uh, a few years ago. And um, and is something called progressive consumptive tax. Now, if me saying those words made your testicles jump up into your body or your ovaries fall out of your body, both happened to me. Both happened to you. Good. Pretty much all that they're saying in this is that in order to create a more fair and efficient tax system, one of the a solution would be and could be rather than taxing corporations and uh, um, payroll taxes and things like that all specifically individually, doing a consumptive tax, which means that base, I mean, and, and it goes up in levels, right? Like our tax system does now where you have different brackets. So depending on how much you make, your effective tax rate changes. Um, but this one, it changes based on the amount of money you spent rather than just the amount of money that you earned. Um, which is very, very different and also 
would like tie more into the economic growth of the country. But it basically means if you saved your money and didn't spend it on something, that money is not taxed, which would be interesting and probably point more towards investment growth rather than like spending growth, which is just, it's just such good podcast material, Connor. And I honestly, I think we do need to explore changing this whole show into the money word. And I'm on board with it whenever you are. Thank you very much. I'll take questions. On that note, thank you so much for listening to the M word. I had a great time talking to you today, Kyle. Man. Connor, we can never record this late again. The beer went straight to my ears. Please send us an email at ck at mwordpod.com to see if we can solve one of your problems coming up in the next week or week after that or week after that. Who knows? Follow us on Twitter at mwordpod. Our website is mwordpod.com as well. Um, you can check out that we have um, a, a YouTube up now, Connor. We didn't mention it last week, but we, we we joked about it the first few episodes that we don't have a YouTube, but now we do have a YouTube, so we can say go like and subscribe, um, like and subscribe, like and subscribe. It's the M Word Podcast. Yeah. I don't even. Yeah, the the link is in our show notes. Doing. So like on your podcast app, you just tap on the the YouTube link and it'll take you there. There you go. Thank you, Cindia, for the cover art. Cindia Martinez, not just Cindia. You know Cindia. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, Cindia Martinez looks so good. I love it so much. I had so many people actually comment um, to me about how cool it was um, and how good it looked, which I was really excited about. I also want to thank Grant O'Brien for our our opening uh, and exiting music um, titled Millennial Juice, Juice Fluid. Fluid. I changed it to Millennial Juice Fluid. Um, I did. I just kind of added that on. I wanted to keep the branding. Thank you so much, uh, Grant. It, it, it's so very, very, very good, and I do enjoy it every time. We listen to it to pump ourselves up before the show, and that's really important. Oh, there, there's also one last thing I wanted to mention, Connor. Last Friday, we had the most downloads we've ever had in a single day, um, which was so Yo. phenomenally cool. Nice. Yeah, I was very, 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 very excited. All of y'all who are listening, um, I love you so much, and I'm, I'm glad that you enjoy the stupid thing that Connor and I do. And, um, and that's why I'm, I'm still awake at this late hour is because I love you and I want you to be a part of my life and I want to be a part of your life. Let me Thank end you guys your too. life. Thank you for listening. I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.